0: Okay, if you've not felt it already, sticker shock is coming to a grocery store near you, to Canadian grocery stores. According to Canada's food price uh, analysis, uh, they uh, say that prices are expected to rise some 7%. Sorry, Canada's food price report. They say that prices expected to rise some 7% next year. Let's welcome in Simon Samoji, who studies the business of food at the University of Guelph. He joins us now here on Global News Radio. Simon, good afternoon. I appreciate your time. Thank you, Jeff. All right. Uh, First off, uh, what's driving this? Uh, What's behind all of these uh, price increases we're expecting next year?
1: Yeah, it's not good news that we are expecting what is a large increase. There are a few things behind that. Um, We're seeing high labor costs across the food supply chain from from, uh, farming to processing to retailing, particularly in restaurants. So it's struggled to get back. Uh, workers and have, are offering higher wages. Um, and if you've another issue, if you filled up your car with fuel recently, you've seen how expensive that is. And uh, so fuel costs form a big part of transportation costs, and are, and are increasing food prices. Um, and then uh, drought as well. We've seen drought in the Prairie provinces in the U.S. in Brazil. They impact the price of grains, and that impacts particularly the prices of meat and dairy. So. Yeah, costs across the chain are really increasing, and that's being pushed onto us in higher food prices.
0: Okay, one thing you did not mention there, Simon, is uh, kind of buzzwords right now, supply chain issues, supply chain problems. Is that part of this uh, as well?
1: Yeah, the tra- transportation costs uh, uh, and the sort of reduced trucking capacity, which we which we call the... The supply chain issues is, is part of that as well. The the trucking industry had a lot of uh, truckers retire just as the pandemic uh, hit, and they haven't been able to replace uh, them fully yet. Uh, so, yeah, supply chain issues are, are impacting.
0: Okay. And uh, are there certain foods, I think you mentioned meat a second ago, but are there certain foods, certain items at the grocery store that are going to go up more than others?
1: Yeah, so... As you mentioned, we're expecting a sort of a five to seven percent increase. Uh, that that is the largest increase in the history of, well, the 12-year history, I should say, of our food price report. So the biggest items, uh, restaurant and dairy, we expect a six to eight percent increase. Uh, vegetables, five and bakery, five to seven percent, and fruit about three to five percent.
0: Okay, so this is something that Canadian families aren't going to be able to kind of buy their way around, uh, for the most part. Uh, We're looking at increases uh, everywhere, pretty much across the board.
1: Pretty much. Uh, I think the only silver lining is maybe meat prices. We've seen, particularly if you've been to the grocery store this year, meat has been up particularly things like bacon, uh, steak, chicken, uh, up over 10% since the start of the year. But we think those prices are going to stabilize. So We're sort of thinking a a 0 to 2% increase in meat prices, but they're already very high.
0: Okay, and also important to note that this study takes into account restaurant spending, going out for dinner, and I imagine a lot of people will say, okay, well, I'll just cut back or cut down on that but that also does have implications as well right i mean if we uh, stop uh, eating out i mean there was a time when we couldn't even go to a restaurant uh, during the pandemic that certainly hit the restaurant and hospitality sector uh, hard and if canadians uh, pull back now just when they're getting back on their feet that's going to have some uh, economic implications no
1: that is true we we are ex- well, we are expecting a 6 to 8% increase in restaurant prices for 2022 and i think We'd all agree. We, we want to help out restaurants who had a pretty tough time of, of the whole food supply chain. Restaurants were really the only thing that had to completely close overnight back in back in March, and you know we expect those increases in prices to come from you know the labor costs they're they're bearing. So they've they've been offering benefits, paid leave, RSP contributions uh, to get good workers and uh, And in in some sense, that discussion around how we pay people who work in service, particularly in food service, uh, has really come to the light during COVID. And now we're we're sort of saying, okay, well, they deserve to be paid higher. I think what that will mean is that menu prices will increase. I think what will probably happen is that the restaurants will try to absorb a lot of those costs and the way they'll do it is probably having fewer menu items but also having smaller portion sizes of food as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's just so many spin-off effects uh, from this. Uh, are there any other sort of spin-off effects you you can see uh, coming in the next year due to rising food costs?
1: Yeah, I I think there's a few interesting things. I think Dairy is expected to be a, a sort of a six to eight percent increase. Our dairy is a supply managed commodity in Canada, which means farmers have to buy quota to supply milk, and then the Canadian Dairy Commission, which is a crown corporation, decides what price they should get for that product. They are recommending an 8.4 percent increase in the price farmers get for milk, uh, and those prices will be passed along the chain to consumers. I think what it will mean is that consumers may start thinking, well, some of those plant-based milks, they might not taste as good, but they're they're significantly cheaper and they might start switching. Uh, and we've also seen consumers sort of reducing their, their meat intake as well uh, due to high prices. Uh, so there are people are being savvy, for want of a better term, with their dollar, and I think that will continue into 2022.
0: What do you think this means for the overall uh, health of uh, Canadians in our diets as well as? Uh, I mean, is the case going to be that processed foods will uh, be that much more attractive, will be a, a little cheaper than uh, meats, uh, vegetables, dairy that we're talking about here, and that uh, Canadians uh, will uh, sadly maybe be uh, not eating uh, as healthy as they once were because of a uh, food inflation. And that could have, you know some spin-off effects down the road when it comes to things like health care and health care costs?
1: Definitely. I think, the sad thing is, as you alluded to there, Jeff, that, that cheap food that is bad for you is cheap and food that is good for you is typically more expensive. I think uh, what people can do, I thought, first of all, I think people will be tending to fill themselves up you know, with carbohydrates, which are cheaper, uh, but we're expecting grain prices to increase a little bit as well, and that will impact some of the prices of those things. I think... I think there are ways to be smart about the way that you purchase food, and that can help reduce the impact of those costs. I think, you know, we want to help restaurants, but eating out less than you would before is maybe a good idea. Um, if you're at the grocery store, you know, look at the flyers before you go to the store. If there's big specials, you know, buy up those specials. Particularly things like meat. And if you've got a chest freezer, or uh, if you can invest in a chest freezer, then you know, freeze. Products that are on special, particularly meat, um, and don't waste them. Um, and if you look in store, you, you see a lot of those eat tonight items. The products that have close use by dates, um, they can be a lot cheaper, uh, and but still perfectly fine to eat. And as you mentioned Jeff, about, about fruits, fruits and vegetables that are good for you. I think we tend to overlook the frozen fruit and veg aisle because we think it, you know, maybe doesn't look or taste as good as the fresh product. But right. you know, the the, the frozen veg is like you know the corn, peas, broccoli—you know—even berries as well. They're, they're, they're just as nutritious as the fresh stuff. Even sometimes, even more so than the stuff that we have to import during winter that comes from long distances. So they're a lot cheaper. So yeah, don't be don't be scared of the frozen fruit and veg section of the grocery
0: store. Yeah, or those eat tonight stickers. We were actually talking about that on the show earlier this week, and highlighting a, an app that will uh, alert uh, consumers to uh, food that has been marked down because the best before date is uh, fast approaching and another great way to save some money. And when we look at a family of four, they will spend up to, uh, well, close to $15,000, $14,767 a year on food next year on average. That's an increase of $966 over this year. And just finally, Simon, what does this mean, this food inflation, when it comes to uh, the issue of food insecurity?
1: Yeah, I mean we've had this problem in Canada for quite a long time that we, we our wages are not keeping pace with food inflation. The stats, the statistics show that between 2010 and 2020, so in the 10 years, the last 10 years, grocery bills rose by about 70 percent, but in the last five years, incomes have only grown by six and a half percent, and food security is a significant issue i think people need to be even more careful now about when they buy don't don't impulse buy cutting back on restaurants looking at at good specials and buying up those when they can that can help uh reduce the cost of of putting food on
0: on the table all right it is a a big issue and as we've been discussing here there are a lot of effects to a food inflation Appreciate your analysis, Simon, and your time with us this afternoon. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Jeff. You bet. Simon Samoji studies the business of food at the University of Guelph. And we're back after this break here on Global News Radio.